How's it going? This is Joe Bookoff, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network of Passion Projects and the host of the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm here to share with you this interview, why you should listen to Dr. Bob Harris. I also re-interviewed him in episode number 17 because our phone call got cut out. And that one, you can totally listen to the one if you want to hear my, my voice as it is um, in the beginning and, and uh, you know, how before I had any real... You know, I was building the direction. I was just building the habit of interviewing people. This was last year in 2017. Um, early 2017 is like a year and a half, almost two years ago. Um, not the best interview, but still interesting, especially because I have most of the information here as well as some extra benefits and targeted information to help you as much as possible in episode 17 where I interviewed the same guy about the same stuff. But if you want to listen to the archives, kind of see a little bit of what... See a little bit about where I came from when I was first starting interviewing people. Um, go ahead and check this out. If you want to hear episode 17, go in whatever podcast application you're listening to and go ahead and go to episode 17. I've also put it in the description for easiness. Wish you the best and enjoy. How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance man. Now, and nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career. But the art of being a renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development has an infinite ceiling. That art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world where people can become great mathematicians, become great uh, athletes, become great... Um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize. There are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the, the ideal of being a renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that are, in, that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes. So please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already. Or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe, I totally understand. And you can listen to it and then decide afterwards. It's your choice. Um, And that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast. Without further ado, here is today's episode. Hey, Dr. Bob. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Good. I just want to let you know I'm recording the call. That's okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so what are you up to? It sounds like you're in a car. Yeah, I just finished up meeting with a client. Oh, you're having clients again. That's good. 
remember that you were yeah. having your uh, your own time for a while, which is also good, but that you weren't having clients. Well, I, I kept a few New Directions clients and I left the program. Gotcha. I'm down gotcha. to one, though, so it's time to get some more work. Mm-hmm. Well, this might be good for me to publish some stuff and link it to. Um, I don't know. Do you have a website? Um, not for this kind of work. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I will. Uh, I'll. Um. I'll see if there's any contact information you want me to link to the, um, to the blog articles I post. Just let me know. Yeah, my Robert at Bold MC email would be great. All right. Cool. Sounds good. Um, what are you up to lately? Well, I have this blog. It's called Project Unchained. Um, I think I sent you a link, and if I didn't, I will after a call. <clears throat> and on the blog, I write about um, – I interview uh, entrepreneurs, write about the advice they give, um, and I uh, write about my own process of going through life and learning to um, practice willpower and learning to practice enjoyment. And um, those are the kind of things – and I'm putting on the blog right now. Um, I thought it'd be really cool to ask you about your experiences um, because I know that you have some unique experiences that I have benefited from your sharing. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. No problem. So how can I help you? So when you were going through your um, your initial um, diagnosis. What was that like? I never asked you about your experience there. Well, I was in the army working in California at a military base in 2007, and uh, unknown to me at the time, one of the first symptoms started to appear with diagnosis of Parkinson's. One of my buddies in the military said he noticed my right arm didn't swing when I marched. Mm. It never occurred to me that it might be a symptom of an oncoming problem. What was the first problem that caught my attention was the fact that when I went running, the stress and the hormones associated with running caused a tremor in my right arm. Hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a problem, it wasn't distracting, but I knew it was something I needed to get checked out when I got out of the Army in 2008. So on the, on the demobilization site, medical examination, I reported the symptoms and started to do some tests. They thyroid me for heavy metals like mercury and lead, mm-hmm. exposure to nerve agents and things like that. Mm-hmm. They did x-rays and PET scans and MRI to see if there's something wrong with the brain. And uh, none of that was conclusive. So as mm-hmm. they limited you know, the possibilities, it became more light and more, more likely there was some other uh, nerve degenerative nerve disease. Mm-hmm. It took it until 2010, when after I came back, that I was referred to the University of Miami Movement Disorders Clinic that the head guy in the department there, Dr. Singer, uh, finally concluded that I had Parkinson's disease. Mm. And what was interesting to note is that a lot of the symptoms they asked me about didn't appear until after I had been diagnosed. It's almost like they predicted the future. Mm. I, was in, I was in denial of Parkinson's for quite a while because they didn't have a lot of symptoms that they predicted. But slowly, one by one, they began to appear, and they just confirmed the diagnosis. Was it a, a natural or genetic thing, or was it caused by some kind of event in your life or, or exposure that, um, or some kind of stressor? Well, they, the number one question I was asking is, who else in the family has Parkinson's? And mm-hmm. nobody does. So that indicates to me that it must have been more of an environmental cause than a genetic. Mm-hmm. And 
they kept asking about exposure to nerve agents in particular, because nerve agents cause nerve damage, mm -hmm. brain damage, things like that. And uh, there's a couple of times when I may have been exposed to chemicals that may have accumulated in my system over the years to create the symptoms of Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. By the time you, you get diagnosed, you've had the disease probably eight or ten years. Wow. So it was accumulation of exposure to chemicals over a long period of time which probably caused the brain damage. What kind of chemicals would you have attributed it to? Well, Fort McCollin, Alabama is the home of the military police school, and I was a military policeman in the service. Mm -hmm. It was also the home of the chemical school, and that base is now closed down because of a toxic waste dump. Oh, wow. Because they released so many, you know, so many chemical nerve agents there that it's a problem. And the fact is, there's been a House of Representatives bill that's failed to be passed every year for like the last 10 years. It was going to make it automatic for anyone who served at Fort McClellan, Alabama, to get a service-connected diagnosis for any sort of nerve condition. Mm -hmm. So I spent probably nine months at Fort McClellan, Alabama, which might have been my first chunk of exposure to chemicals and nerve agents that may have begun the progress of the disease. Mm. While, I was, while I was in California, I was exposed to chemicals from ammunition uh, and firefighting agents. Mm -hmm. so, and so those would have, would have, could have easily accumulated and caused the Parkinson's, the nerve damage. And one of the things they always ask me about is I was exposed to sarin gas and nerve agents. <laughs> While I was in Bosnia, mm -hmm. spent a year in the former Yugoslavia Republic, the United Nations peacekeeping forces, and they kept asking me, well, you're you exposed to nerve agent or sarin gas? How mm -hmm. would I know? <laughs> well, you'd end up with a nerve, degenerative nerve condition. I said, well, that's what I've got. Mm -hmm. I said, well, would it have appeared right away? No. So I said, so how would I know if I'd been exposed to nerve agent? They couldn't give me a good answer. Mm -hmm. Except that I might develop a nerve condition later on, which is exactly what happened. Hmm. So those are the three three times in my career when I can note that I might have had a high risk of exposure to chemical and nerve agents. Hmm. And um, we both know, and uh, you know, between you and I, the reason I met you was because we have um, because of your your unique way in treating yourself. And I'm uh, just to get it on record, and so I can write an article about it. Um, what was the first way you treated yourself, and how did that affect you? Well, it was a progressive thing. Um, once I was diagnosed in 2010, someone recommended I go see a wellness coach. Mm. And it's funny, the list of 12 things she told me to do are all things I ended up doing eventually, even though I didn't believe it when she told me. Mm -hmm. milk, stop eating meat, eat more fruits and vegetables, exercise. All of these things she told me to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm aware that you you've been doing those. Um, and, and I'm, and I'm curious. I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt. If you're on a roll. Oh, then the other thing that kind of contributed to it, one of the second of three factors was the doctors at that time believed in this compound called CoQ10 or ubiquinol mm -hmm. was being used in high dose to treat Parkinson's. And it made me think also that maybe, maybe supplements and not medicine was a better way to address the problem. Did you, you ever really try medicine? 
Yes, I, I resisted for about two years, and I started taking the medication. How did that make you feel? <clears throat> well, medication of mine now, I don't have any better. So at this point in the recording, the audio cut out, and I wasn't able to record the rest. I will uh, summarize what he was saying. He talked about his experience um, having Parkinson's and treating it with dietary uh, reasons, uh, dietary changes and exercise changes. He also spoke about his experience um, overseas a bit and how he got the um, the, the Parkinson's. Uh, he, he talked a little bit about that in the um, actual audio as well that we still have. Um, he also talked about nutritionfacts.org um, and Dr. Bob related to me that um, Dr. Gregor was very good at what he did, and he, he was um, factual and uh, had some good research when it came to uh, um, nutrition and knows how to evaluate research. Um, Dr. Bob is a doctor in sociology and understands how research works, and um, he trusts nutrition facts because of the way that they portray the research. Um, I asked him some advice for people uh, in the early 20s and even later uh, about how he would suggest they change their diets and he said that you know plant-based um, a lot of grains a lot of uh, veggies um, personally I'm re doing some research myself so um, this isn't necessarily the research I've found and what I found works for my life um, so I, I would say do your own research um, but uh, you know from from our interviewee uh, he has uh, he's he he states you know plant based a lot of grains and make sure that you you understand what if anything your body is sensitive to and take that out of your diet. Um, I'll be writing some editorial posts up as well, and uh, here's the audio of the interview. Thank you for listening, and stay unchained, folks. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. In the earlier episodes, I put all of these sponsored ads at the end, and the newer episodes are in the middle. So if you're listening to one where it's split, some of the content before and some of the content after, uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages. Otherwise, thanks for listening, and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow. Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse, or if it's the future and everything is mind controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews. That means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four-day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Renman Network. What you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox. 
You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network. And you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself... Oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.work slash... Uh, nothing, actually. The Renmannet.work is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. And either click on join the newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth you get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my hand-bound journals, one of the best Renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for artwork. You can get that at the store at the renmannet.org slash store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K slash S-T-O-R-E. And as of now, they are $50. There are some, uh, if you become a patron, you get a free coupon for that. So, um... To, to segue right into that, if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis, what you can do is become a patron. It's at patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash the Renman Network, T-H-E-R-E-M, sorry, R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. And any anywhere from five to a hundred or more dollars a month, what that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, a pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these uh, these sponsored messages by my uh, for my my projects, and I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast. Allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast. First of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can... um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmannet.work, T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on join the newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmannet.work slash shop, or sorry, slash store, S-T-O-R-E slash store. And also you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the Renman Network. T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. Hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode.